So, who is ready for some divisional round weekend? And also, we have some head coaching hires to talk about for these new for their teams heading into the 2021 season. Lower on friends inside the NFL begins now. Can you? Hello, everyone. Loro here. Welcome to Loro and Friends Inside the NFL. We have Wild Card, re- wild card Weekend to recap and preview the divisional round and also talk about who's going to be playing next Sunday for the at, for the conference championship game. So with me today is Ben Kurz. Kenny Lee was, was supposed to join us, but we'll probably get him back for the NFC for the championship for championship to preview championship Sunday. So, Ben, how's it going? Doing well, how are you? Doing good. So let's start with breaking news. So let's start in Jack the news in Jacksonville as the Jacksonville Jaguars chose Urban Meyer to be their next head coach to replace Doug Marone. Tell me how you feel about this move and you think he is ready to work with Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, what do you say? I was saying that Urban Meyer is the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tell me what your thoughts are on Urban Meyer. With coaching the Jags and get and potentially getting to work with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I really like the uh, the hiring of uh, head coach Urban Meyer. I think uh, you know they're they're definitely trying to get a culture down there for a team that uh, is hasn't won much, but uh, in a in a while. And I think that uh, for two guys, I know Meyer has been, of course, more experienced in the uh, college level, but. I really think that uh, that they could be really a, a very good combination between the two. You mean both Lawrence and uh, and Urban Meyer? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it could be like the next Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Yeah, of course. So we, that's what we could see from Jacksonville. So other news to talk about is give me your thoughts on Robert Sala being the next head coach of the New York Jets. So we're going to see him twice now. What do you think this means for the Patriots and for teams in the AFC East now with Robert Sala taking over the Big Apple in the Jets? 
Uh, you know, good for them. Uh, you know, the Jets, of course, need, I think, somebody to kind of motivate their team. I think he's a perfect hire there. Uh, so, with, with that being said, I really think uh, Salah could definitely help a lot of their players uh, with more confidence and just kind of get their their things going there uh, really well. So, I think that's really a good thing. Uh, for that team. It is a great thing for that team. Actually, by looking at it, I really think that I would feel like the Jets would go with Justin Fields, but I feel like Justin Fields is going to drop to the Carolina Panthers at eight because I really feel like Robert Sala is going to not give up on Sam Darnold too quickly, and I really think the Jets are going to give him help. That's why I have them getting Penny Sewell at number two, and then I changed my mind on having them at 23 get Jalen Waddle. Yeah. That'd be interesting. So, so do you think Sam Darnold remains a Jet now that Robert Sala is the coach? I'm sure there was something the other night on Sports Center about about uh, Darnold potentially. Uh, can you repeat that again? I think Darnold has a really good chance to go back. Uh, okay, so. Now, with that being said, now let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. They hired their next head coach, and that is Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. So do you think with Arthur Smith as the next head coach of the Falcons, do you think he has a chance to save Matt Ryan's career there? I like that hire in there for Arthur Smith. It sounded like he wanted to go there all along, and I really think uh, he definitely can – can, can get things going uh, for, for that franchise. What does that mean for Matt Ryan, though? I think he's going to stick around. Uh, I think there'll be some teams to take a look at, you know, via trades. I know, of course, San Francisco 49ers, the connection of Kyle Shanahan with Matt Ryan. But I think, I think all in all, I think Matt Ryan wants to stick around there. Yeah, so I think Matt Ryan will definitely benefit with, with Arthur Smith as the head coach. Yep, I agree. So now let's talk about some other head coaching hires uh, opening. So the Philadelphia Eagles now have their head coaching vacancy open. I don't know if we talked about that last week. So Doug Peterson was just fired this week. So tell me what you think that does. Do you think Lurie is just wanting to keep Wentz over Doug Peterson? Yeah, I, I really think, uh, you know, Wentz and Peterson kind of, you know, broke apart in terms of their relationship kind of at the end. Uh, I think, you know, the ownership, you know, with the Eagles and Carson Wentz, they're kind of on different sides of, of what, what they wanted to do. So I personally feel that, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just going to be one of those things to monitor as we uh, move on forward, uh, you know, this off season. Absolutely. So now in Detroit, we have a we have a favorite to to have that job taken care of. So Dan Campbell, the former Dolphins interim coach and current Saints tight end coach, Dan Campbell is going to be the next, probably going to be the next head coach of the Detroit Lions. So he's really good at developing tight ends. Do you think he could be that person to potentially work with Stafford? Yeah, I mean, I think Stafford's name's still going to, uh, you know, get get float around. Uh, I I really feel that 
Uh, you know, Stafford, I think, has been very committed to Detroit, but I feel like he needs to change the scenery at the end of the day. And so I think this is just a move for the Lions to kind of just get a new change going with their team and see what happens. So you think, uh, so you think Matthew Stafford will remain in Detroit? I think yes, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, like Matt Ryan, if there if there's some uh, trade chatters this off season too. I don't think Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford will get traded. They're going to stay put, in my opinion, just because I think they 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 mean a lot to both of their franchises, and I think the Stafford's only 32, and I I still think he has a lot of years left to be the the Lions' uh, quarterback of the future. Yeah, I do too. I I, I just. Don't know if, if he want. I think he wants to win somewhere. I mean, I feel like he deserves it. I think the Lions just don't have that right now. Let's see how it goes. So now that being said, let's talk about predicting the Chargers and uh, Eagles vacancy. So I predict the Eagles will hire Deuce Daly as their next head coach. And I think the Chargers, I think it signs points out that they're probably going to go with Brian Dable as their next head coach. Dable for where? Chargers. Yeah, I, I think that make perfect sense. You, you know, uh, they already got a great team there. And uh, I feel like they will be a perfect fit there. And what about for the Eagles? Don't you want to see Deuce Staley take over that job? Because the Eagles want to probably hire another Andy Reid uh, coaching tree hire. I could definitely see that. All right. Now let's talk about next is uh, let's talk about News around Houston regarding Deshaun Watson. So, from what we heard now is that Cal McNair and Deshaun Watson have been communicating regularly now. And that now that they want Deshaun Watson to be part of the search, part of the process, that could be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. And I kind of think the Houston Texans should go with Eric Bieniemy still. Yeah. So I was going to say something about the Deshaun Watson thing, right? So I know me and you have kind of been a little, dif- you know, differentiated on this. I think a lot of this news, uh, and Ryan Clark had it perfectly uh, on TV today, you know, because they talked about the Deshaun Watson stuff. I think it's, uh, you know, the, the, the chatter, as he tweeted out today, and then the, also the tweeted out thing, which was also – the Adam Schefter report from last week in terms of how he was upset that DeAndre Hopkins left. So his anger went from a two to 10 and that person on that front, I feel like Deshaun Watson needs to do everything that he can to get the heck out of Houston. I think there could be between the Chicago bears, the Miami dolphins, uh, the 49ers. I think those are three logical destinations that if, if I am, any of those owners, I'm making a call for Deshaun Watson, no matter what exactly happens at this point, because Jack Easterby, I don't feel like he and Watson get along that great. I think the frustration is going to keep on growing, and I think that the you know trying to find a new coach at this point, it might be for Bienemy too little, too late. I, I feel like all in all, they they haven't uh, been on great terms. Uh, for for this whole entire time, and I think that it's going to boil at some point that you know he finally wants to request for a trade. I mean, I know it's harder than it seems, but I think at the end of the day, if he plays for the Texans this year, um, I don't think he's going to be 
particularly happy here uh, that he might just decide to head out. Kind of similar to the James Harden situation, I think, with Houston, that I think he's a player that's given it his all. He's their main uh, main focus there. Uh, but I think he wants to try to prove himself more for a place that he can contend and for a chance to win. And I just I still think, think it is for, for Deshaun to stay in Houston. I really think that Cal McDermott and Deshaun Watson, they're communicating. That tells me something that I really think that Deshaun Watson will remain a Texan. Yeah, I mean, just because they're communicating, though, it does not necessarily that he's going to come back, you know, and stick there for a while. I think um, I, it just it doesn't have to, you know, my, in my personal belief, I feel that he, he needs to find dif- different destinations for him to potentially request a trade. So you're saying him. that you think That's Watson a, will remain a Texan, whoever the new head coach is. I still want the enemy there. I mean, I do too, but I think it's going to be a little too late in terms of – Well, the of thing is, if they hire the enemy now, then they can't make that hire official until after the Chiefs' playoff run is complete. So they really – I think yeah, the that Texans want to be patient um, and wait until the enemy is available. That is true. Um but let me ask: Do you feel like I mean, he's happy there? I mean, the thing is, it, it's going to be it's going to be remain to see. I really think he'll find he he will figure it out there, and that I think he'll end up being happy there when they figure this stuff out. Yeah, see, I don't I don't see that. I I think I think that they they've kind of kicked him to the curb and and not really exactly did him the best. So uh, it's it's kind of one of those things that maybe like you know they're gonna try to do what they can to kind of satisfy him, but it, I think it's just one of those things that it's well to say. All right. So with that being said, now let's talk about our game. Let's talk about uh, what you might call this. Let's talk about wild card week recap. So let's talk about first. So the Bills defeat the Colts. So that was no surprise there, but. Question for you is, do you think this is the last time we see Phillip Rivers in an Indianapolis uniform? Don't you think so? Ben, I was saying that the... The Sorry, Bills defeated the Colts in wild card weekend. So, do you think this was the last time you saw Phillip Rivers in an NFL game? Yeah, uh, the Colts Bills game was a good game. There was a lot, a uh, lot of suspense in that game until the end, and. Uh, the Colts had a lot of their tra- had a lot of yeah. I mean, to win, I mean, the Bills they're taking the on the Baltimore Ravens next, so we'll talk about that game in just a bit. In just a bit, so let's talk about the Ravens defeating the Titans. To me, that was a shocker. So I felt like the Tennessee Derrick Henry did not have a good game, but it tells me something. Even if Tennessee lost, I still think that this team is still going to be good for a long time. Yeah, they're, they're going to be good. I, I think that the Ravens give credit to them. They had a great game plan, and they didn't let 
uh, the King Henry run all over the place. He arguably had probably his worst game of his uh, of his season, and uh, I feel like the Titans kind of after earlier on in the game, they kind of just got very, very stagnant with a lot of chances to kind of pull the game away. And the Ravens on the other far, on the other front after Lamar Jackson had that great touchdown. Absolutely. Run, he did get a victory there, a that's bit. for and, sure. Uh, so now let, with that being that said, now let's talk arm. about uh, – let's talk – the next thing we're going to talk about next is uh, – the, the next thing we're going to talk about next is the Browns defeating the Steelers. So I felt like the Pittsburgh Steelers fought back, but I think it tells me that Ben Roethlisberger should retire soon. I felt like the Pittsburgh. Yeah, sadly, I mean, he's had a great career. Um, but I think at this point uh, of where he kind of stands, I think he is, I think he's kind of done. Um, and I, I feel like he, I just, I think. Yeah, so with that being said, um, uh, now let's point. talk about, yeah, we'll have to see. Let's talk about in the NFC. So the Rams defeating the Seahawks, that was a surprise there. But I really think that the Rams, uh, defense, the, the Rams, def, the Rams defense really did its job for why they won the game. Yeah, uh, that was quite something. Great job from the Rams team. So uh, I give Absolutely. them a lot of credit, and I think tomorrow. And we'll talk about that team. tomorrow. So let's talk about a, the uh, Buccaneers defeating the Washington football team. Uh, so Taylor Heineke played a great football game, but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers held on. Yep, that was a uh, very entertaining game. Probably more entertaining than what we all thought, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, you know, give credit to Heineke. That was a great uh, showing that I probably not expect, but uh, it was really to the end. Absolutely. And, so now uh, let's now, talk uh, about let's talk about next. Uh, who's let's talk about the Saints defeating the Bears twenty-one tonight. So I want to ask you something. What do you think about the Nickelodeon broadcast? I watched that in the second half. Yeah, the Nickelodeon thing was interesting. Um, I thought I watched it for a little bit, and I thought Noah Eagle, which is Ian Eagle's son, and uh, Nate Brolson did a good job. But I really was more into the broadcast with uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I thought overall it was kind of a, one of the more boring games in terms of not in terms of a lot of whole lot of action. I mean, the Bears had uh, that Wims received. Uh, a lot final for his first name. I think it was Trevon Wims receiver dropped that flea flicker from Trubisky. The Bears didn't get a whole lot on going on offense, uh, which was kind of expected against really against Saints defense, but the Saints did enough for them to move on. All right. Now let's talk about the, and, the next uh, thing we're going to talk about next they, uh, is our divisional Jackson. round preview and picks. So let's start with Bills and Ravens in the AFC. That game tomorrow will be in Saturday prime time. So my pick to win this game is the Buffalo Bills beating the Ravens. And I have the Buffalo Bills punching their ticket to the AFC championship game next week. And I think they're going to be in Kansas City next Sunday for the AFC championship game. Yeah, 
Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to be a really good close game, though. Uh, there was reportedly could be some snow, something that uh, Lamar Jackson has. All right, done now for. let's talk about. So, so who's uh, your pick in this game? We'll have to see how things go now. Uh, Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to be able to hang Now let's talk about uh, who's going to win between the Chiefs uh, and the Browns. So I really think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to win, but I think this game's going to be very, very close. So I really think the Chiefs are going to – I think the Chiefs are going to win by a point. Yeah, I think it's – I feel I feel like it's gonna be a lot closer than what people think, but I think the Chiefs. You know, I know I know uh, Patrick Mahomes been looking at that playbook ever since last weekend, so uh, he's ready to go. And I'll uh, we'll see how things uh, happen for that game on Sunday. Yeah, really, the Browns last week won that game, game for Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski is gonna be back for the team too. All right, now let's talk about the next thing we're going to talk about next is the uh, Mm -hmm. NFC pick. So the Packers take on the Rams tomorrow. So I pick Green Bay to win. Although it's going to be cold in Green Bay and toasty, I think that the Green Bay Packers will survive over the Rams by a point. Yeah, I think the Packers will survive. I think, uh, you know, one thing though about Rodgers is he struggled against really good pass rushes this year, and they have a really good pass rushing type team. I think Aaron Donald will play. I know he's been on the injury report this week, but it's all in terms of how he performs, uh, you know, with this with this team. So, all right, now I that think he's going to do really well. Now let's talk think, about uh, who's going to win between to win. Brady versus Breeze round three. So. I feel like that the the Saints could win this game, but I really think what you would call this. I really think that the uh, I really think Tom Brady and the Bucks should get revenge on Drew Brees. So I think we're going to see a Brady versus Rogers showdown in the AFC Championship game. Buccaneers. So you're going for what team? Saints, uh, you know, as much as I love my guy TB12 and love him as the GOAT, I think this is this is not a great matchup for Brady um, on a couple ends. Uh, I know, you know, the past couple times it's, you know, it's it uh, doesn't really, you know, I know he, you know, Breeze won the last two. The biggest thing, though, is uh, the defense for the Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense had uh, – a very tar- hard time against the third-string quarterback. I know he had a great showing, Taylor Heineke, but uh, they got a lot of holes. Drew Brees, I think, is going to have a big day. And I think Brady will have a big day, but I don't think it's going to be enough for uh, the Buccaneers to overcome. I think they'll have a hard time defensively. So, I see okay, uh, so my, Saints taking on. Let's talk about now our conference game. championship projections for next Sunday. I got Chiefs-Bills in the AFC championship game. And in the NFC Championship game, I got the Bucks taking on the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Championship Sunday for next week. For you talking about the championship? 
Yeah, so uh, all right. I got so bills at the anyway, so with that being said, Ben, I mean, I'll see you next week for Championship Sunday preview, and then uh, next week for Championship Sunday preview, and then don't forget, whenever the season ends, when, when before the uh, free agency begins, then we'll have another Patriots talk show. So we'll talk about some Patriots news and notes now. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about the uh, conference, the uh, college football national title game. So I was. I saw that Mac Jones played a great football game. Are you so? Are you hundred percent all in on Mac Jones as the Patriots' starting quarterback heading into the twenty twenty one season? Uh, I don't think he should be a starter. I think he, uh, I think he has a lot of good intangibles uh, with this team, but I personally think that they still need to go the. Uh, veteran bridge uh, route, especially too, because I personally think feel that uh, in order to attract some free agent receivers and some tight ends, I think that you need to get a veteran type quarterback that's been there before. And it's and I think that Mac Jones, give him maybe a year or two to learn from somebody like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or something like that. Um, you know, because Bill's in a win now, you know, win win type of mode. And I don't know if Mac Jones – I know Mac Jones would be a great story, but uh, they're focused on going to the playoffs next year. And I think that they got to bring a guy in that can, uh, you know, really do the job. And I think Mac Jones can learn from somebody like, you know, Fitzpatrick or – Is it just your I, opinion? I Is that what you're saying? Because in my opinion, I would want him to like start that. right away. And then I think – In my opinion, assuming the Patriots get Mac Jones at 15 – I really think we should start him right away, just because I really think that whoever the ba- whoever the backup is could be the veteran backup quarterback to Mac Jones. Well, I could respect your yeah, opinion, but I, I really I, just I, think I just that like the other way if you need a successor to Tom Brady, uh, you but, have to get you gotta get you gotta draft you gotta draft a quarterback in the upcoming draft. And you got to start him right away, just like how the Chargers moved on from Philip Rivers, and then they found their successor in Justin Herbert. Yeah, but you also have to take you have to take uh, notice. Though it's all about coaching as well, and I think that uh, you know Bill Belichick is one of those coaches that uh, you know he didn't go the uh, draft route last year. Uh, but he could have tried to get a uh, quarterback last year in the draft. And, uh, you know, he – everyone thought it was going to be Jared Stidham. And then he decided at the last minute to go after a guy like Cam Newton. So, I wouldn't rule out anything with Bill Belichick. And I feel like Bill Belichick – He w- he just should, just opinion, because – I don't think he's going to start he, week no, Knowing Nick Saban well, he knows I mean, Nick Saban so well. And Nick Saban right, can tell Belichick, be- look, I'll start Mac Jones week one. And they're very close, and they could talk about stuff like that. That's why I want Mac Jones to be a Patriot in the first round, just because Bill Belichick is going to get the scouting report from Nick Saban. That's that's where I'm going from, just because I really think that you start Mac Jones week one, I think the Patriots, and and then you sign veteran receivers and tight ends, and then you go in any draft receivers as well, then I think the Patriots will be back to where they want to be. So that's why I'm saying 
I want Mac Jones to be the Patriots week one starter, assuming he's the uh, the Patriots pick at number 15. And I'm also want to predict how many start week one starters out of this rookie class I see. Let's get to that right now. Way too early prediction. So I'm going to give you my list on who I think is going to start week one for their out of the rookies in this upcoming uh, draft class, which, which of these quarterbacks are week one starters. So for sure, Trevor Lawrence, then I'm going to go Justin Fields, then Zach Wilson and Trey Lance and Kyle Trask. What about you? Way too early projections for the week one starters out of the 2021 rookie class for the quarterback position. Uh, Lawrence, uh, I think Justin Fields is going to go to the Falcons. I think Zach Wilson is going to go to the Jets. I don't think Justin Fields is going to the Jets. I still have him going to Carolina. And I think Wilson's going to they need a. They need somebody long term. Carolina would be an interesting fit. And I think I and I said and then Zach Wilson will start week mm. one as well, and then Mac Jones for sure, and also Trey Lance and Kyle Trask. So I could see not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six rookie quarterbacks starting week one. So, what do you think? Six rookie quarterbacks starting mm-hmm. in week one of the 2021 season. I could see that because this class is very good. Jones, Trask, Lance. And I said um, Fields and uh, – and Lo- Say the order again because I said Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Jones, Lance, and Trask. Yeah, yeah, so that's I why I, I said, said so do you, uh, are you on the same page as me uh, about two. six rookie quarterbacks starting next season in week one? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that. Yeah, because last year I, I kind of projected four if Jordan Love was on a team like the Patriots that he would have started right away, you know? So that's why I have six this this upcoming mm-hmm. season, just because I think Trevor Lawrence is going to start for the Jags. Then I think if Justin Fields is a Panther, I think he starts right away. And then if Zach Wilson goes to San Fran, I have him going at 12. And then at 15, Mac Jones to the Patriots. And then Trey Lance to Chicago at 20. I think he'll be the new – he could take over for Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. And then Kyle Trask takes over for Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis. Was that? What was that? He's going back, actually. He's going to retire. I predict he's going to retire. He's going to go back to Indy. I mean, I I, I could see Rivers playing for one more year. I don't think so, just because he has nine kids, and he and I feel like he should retire already. I mean that's probably the, the most logical thing for him, but I mean he has. Or lost, my he other has potential fit for Kyle Trask football. is if Washington 
if Washington needs a quarterback, I could see him going to uh, what you might call this, the Washington football team, where I, I put Trey Lance at the Washington football team and then Kyle Trask to Chicago. Yeah, I like that. Or I think Lance to Chicago. Trey Lance to Washington, then Kyle Trask to Chicago. And then I really think that Indy should go with Roshan Slater. You know, and then the Colts get a quarterback later in the draft, like a Newman or something from Georgia. So, anyways, Ben, you have a good day, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Yeah, have a good rest of your day, man, and uh, uh, have fun watching the games this weekend.